0: An exciting week this week in uh, Dodgerland that included two walk-off wins. That's, uh, we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into some trades. It's all about the Dodgers this week on Dodger Rap 360 on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning
1: into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Turn down.
0: Hello, hello! That is in honor of uh, Justin Turner. If you're familiar with his uh, walk-up music, Justin Turner, within a hopefully turning it around now. We'll uh, we'll see. Hopefully, he turned the corner now and starting to hit like he did was last year. This is the Father's Day edition of uh, Dodgers Rap 360, and in honor of that, I brought my father, Bill. Hello. <laughs> This is my father, who uh, actually was is old enough, I should say, to have watched the Dodgers play at the Coliseum. Yes, they, I did. <laughs> when they first moved to Los Angeles. So, how are you, Dad? Fine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. we got a lot to talk about this week. The Dodgers' uh, bats came alive.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. At least Turner and Hendrick started hitting a little bit.
0: Yeah, both, uh, both raised their average into the 240s from the 220s. Both homered. Right. Uh, uh,
1: Jock Peterson had a good day.
0: Yeah. And uh, we were talking about this before. Jock Peterson uh, led off yesterday, had three hits, and a stolen base. Three for five, right. And a home run, stolen base. And today, same right-handed, you know, right-handed pitcher shuffles him down again in the lineup. Now, we've seen this now, for, even with Mattingly last year, and with Roberts this year, we've seen the continued shuffling of the lineup.
1: Now, you are very against the shuffling of the lineup. Yes, I am. I think that by this time in the year, you should have a pretty set lineup. And I think if, if he was going to have Peterson lead off, and he did so well, like he did at the beginning of last year when oh. he came up, he, the beginning of the year, remember, he was really good. Yeah, he was. And I think maybe he would have been comfortable in there, and he should have left him there today to see what happened, instead of moving him back down to eighth.
0: Es- especially with Seeger hitting behind him. Right. Uh, last year, he had Puig, and, his you know, Puig was, didn't have a great year, and they got hurt. But with Seeger behind him, that's, that's a little bit of protection for him. Right. You know, and like I said, he he's one of the few guys who has speed on this. Well, not no, I shouldn't say that. He's one of the few guys that actually does try to steal bases. Right. As mm-hmm. the Dodgers are the worst team in baseball at, <laughs> at stealing bases. Um, but exciting, we had a walk-off win today. Literally a walk-off win as they walked in the winning run. Um, we take it any way we can. <laughs> yeah, we have to because the Giants don't ever seem to lose, as I think they've
1: won eight in a row now. Yes, they're really playing good ball.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, funny enough, Dodgers' bullpen is better than the Giants' bullpen this year as far as ERA and uh, WHIP. Um, because there is a lot of mention this week. If the Yankees continue to fall out, they're 500 right now. I think they're um, well, like five and a half games behind the Orioles and and four-and-a-half or three-and-a-half out of the wild card, but they don't have a great team, that Andrew Miller, one of the premier, you know, not closers, but uh, bullpen guys, would be up for a trade. Now, this is important because the Giants will go heavy after him if the Dodgers don't. So is it worth it? Because, don't forget, bullpen guys seem to come and go in a year.
1: Yeah, they can go pretty fast.
0: They're good one year, and they're not good the next. So it's just a question of... You know, is it worth it to give up a prime guy to basically block the Giants from getting Andrew Miller? Would you give up a big-time prospect to basically do that? In a season where eh, you're not very
1: good and might not make the playoffs. (laughs) I I don't think I'd uh, put the future, you know, in a problem for the future by giving up prospects prospects for these people. I I don't believe in that, really. Unless you're actually right there.
0: Yeah, unless you are the Giants,
1: where right. it's worth it right now. Yeah, to for do them it. it's worth it because yeah. that could be the one that takes you over the top. Yeah, I, I don't think as the Dodgers, I don't know, unless they catch fire. I mean, our yeah. bullpen, our bullpen is is good right now.
0: Yeah, they three point one two ERA, fourth best in the league. Um, I mean, Liberator, he gave, he did give up the inherited run, but otherwise, Liberator has been solid. Uh, Jansen, aside from those two outings in San Francisco, has been great. Still is um, uh, shy of tying Gagne's record. He still has not gotten that save yet to tie Gagne for the most saves in uh, uh, in Dodger history. H- Hopefully, it'll happen very soon. We're hoping this week get uh, get Jansen over that hill.
1: How many is he behind?
0: He's I believe uh, Gagne is one sixty one, and I believe Jansen. Uh, no, I should say Jansen is one away from breaking the record. They're both at one sixty one. Except Gagne did that in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ganya had a little help too. <laughs> yes, well, allegedly. I don't think. Did he ever admit? It? I don't. I don't think no, so. No, <laughs> never admitted it. But uh, we had that great walk off, and the reason I want to talk about, I, we got to talk about Justin Turner, who seems to have turned the corner. Now he had the surgery in the off season. And I was listening to uh, Jerry Hairston earlier this uh, uh, earlier tonight after the game today, and he said the trouble is, yes, he was able to play, but he was not healthy. When he came back from the surgery. And that's why he was struggling so much at the beginning of the year. Because it was in his knee, his uh, lift knee. So he was not getting... That's why in his, last, in his last 28 games, he's had 8 home runs. Or he only had 1 over the first 32 games. And Harrison attributed that to his knees finally feeling comfortable. So now, do you think we'll see the Justin Turner of the last couple of years? The 300 hitting 15 home run to 20 home run Justin Turner.
1: Hopefully, did he turn the corner? I mean, he looked good. I, I think he did because you can tell by his swing, oh. he's more comfortable with his swing. Uh, before he looked like he was struggling a little bit, and I think he's uh, his swing is really good now. The one I'm worried about more is Gonzalez again. He seems to uh, he seems to be slow. I think his bat speed seems, yeah. to, I mean, watching him because he's hitting a lot to left field, which he never did.
0: Yeah, he was all, he was a good pull hitter, and, yeah, and. I mean, he is 30... What is he? He's two years younger than my sister. He's 35. No, 34. How was my sister? Uh, forget. <laughs> anyway, he was born in 81. So he's 35. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe he's catching up with him. Although he is an Iron Man, too. He doesn't take a lot of games off. Maybe he just needs to sit for a little bit. Yeah, I could... I would. I'd try it. Play Van Slyke a little bit at first and let him sit. Uh, now... While he had the walk-off walk today for the win, Grandall has been a problem.
1: He's not hitting
0: at all. No, he's hitting 183, and he's not a good defensive catcher. So you have to ask yourself, if he's not hitting, why is he in the lineup at all? I mean, I'd rather have Ellis up there who at least takes pitches.
1: Yes. And walks occasionally. <laughs> and Ellis calls a great game, and yeah. he, does, he is a good catcher.
0: I mean, we saw, you know, David Ross steal a base, 36-year-old catcher on Grandall so... You really have to ask why? Why they keep throwing him out there? Why don't they give him a few days off? Let Ellis play, just just for a week. See what happens. Maybe he can get himself right. You know, he had that scuffle this week with Turner, and Turner was right. Yes, I feel he was right. <laughs> why he was? Uh, for those of you who don't know, they got into a big shouting match in the dugout this week. Um, Turner hit a sacrifice fly to score Peterson from third, and the f- Grandal was on first. Well, what the first baseman is supposed to do? is run halfway to make the guy throw to second instead of throwing home so that the guy can score, and then you go back to first. Well, Grandall decided he was just going to go to second and was out. And, and Jock Peterson almost didn't score. Yeah, and the run almost didn't count, which that was the tying run at that time. At that time. Yes. The Brewers would go on to win 8-6, to six, but it was, that was a huge play and a huge bonehead play. And so you just got to wonder, where is Grandall's head at?
1: I you know I don't know I don't know if they
0: told him to go I mean oh we yeah don't well, know. you brought up today what did uh, you were telling about this today with uh, Chase
1: Utley today there was a- right I don't know why he tried to score on that little pop fly to left field yeah with, with Bryant running in at full <laughs> speed and catching it what almost at the shortstop position I mean he wasn't that far in left field
0: yeah so we were talking about is that on Utley or is that on a third base coach now we've had third base coach. Coach issues in the past. Right. Uh, we all hated... Uh, who was there? Who I forget his name now. Who was there before? I don't know. He was terrible. Oh, yeah. But he got fired during last season, which pleased all of us because he would send guys when he shouldn't send guys and not send guys when he should send guys. I just... I'm drawing a blank on his name. I know it's not um, Barry Boa, No, who I loved. Boa was good. Yeah. But it was... uh, Yeah, that's two, two bad base running errors.
1: And today it cost them. Yes, it did, because we uh, don't know what... If he would have held on, maybe we get a hit or... Yeah, because you had... Second, second and third and one out.
0: Yeah, and you had um, Gonzalez coming up next. Right. So, because it was Turner. Did Turner hit the ball or Gonzalez hit the ball on the left? Gonzalez, I can't
1: I'm sorry. Gonzalez hit the ball okay. on the left.
0: But you still had, uh, you know, you still had another bat coming up. So it was... Yeah, that was just... Yeah. No one would have scored on that. I mean, Utley was out by 10 feet. It <laughs> wasn't even close. In fact, he tried to dance around the tag. That's, yeah. how, that's how bad it was.
1: <laughs> and also sending Maeda from first to third on, that, uh, on the inning before or the inning after.
0: Yes, which is even more questionable considering Maeda got hit in the leg with the ball, was carted off against the Diamondbacks. He was carted out of that game, remember? he's taken yes. off the field. So here you're having a guy who just got hit in the leg with the ball. Had to be taken out of a game, and then you have him try to go first to third. But, but he barely made it to first, and that was only because Garza made the. <laughs> the I don't you, know what that was. If you get a chance, please Google Matt Garza's throw today to first base. It was really comical. I mean, I know Garza's coming back. This is only his. He's only pitched ten innings since coming back from back surgery. But for a veteran like that to bounce the ball, he was in. Be- just picture this: he's in between the pitcher's mound and first base, and bounce the ball to the first baseman.
1: Not only bounce it, but it was, it was to the second base side of the yeah, bat. It was, was, wasn't it, even close. It was it was a and, rather bizarre play. And have barely made it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like Gonzalez. We, hey, uh, talk about slow. I mean, there's sometimes uh, where you're like, oh, God, if he were just a little <laughs> bit faster, he'd turn that first to third. That happened day with Thompson, I thought. If you had a little, guy with a little bit more speed, I think he could have gone first to third in the ninth inning today. Yeah. Because uh, Thompson hit that ball near the gap. It would have been, I mean, it might have been close, but you get Puig or Peterson, I think they make that played a third whereas Gonzalez can't can't
1: no and
0: uh, oh, but almost today in the ninth inning, Vance Slyke almost gets picked off yeah so that would have ended the game or sent the game in extra innings right there
1: and i don't know what he was doing
0: yeah bizarre i see i think that's on the third base coach cuz they're supposed to, or at least they're supposed to be watching him so are the guys not paying attention or is he making these calls i mean we don't you'd have to really we'd have to really go back and study the tape to see and have that angle on the third base coach to see what's
1: what's going what's on going here.
0: on over there. Can't do it. But uh, on the plus side, Dodgers went five and two this week. Like I said, the bats came alive. They raised their team average from a two thirty one to two thirty four, which actually that's that's actually pretty good to raise it to raise a, it as a team. It's a lot in seven games. That's actually a lot. Um, that's why we said hopefully if Turner turns the corner. That sounded funny, but anyway, if he does, if he does turn it around, that's huge because with Seager still hitting 280, Gonzalez hovering in that 270 to 280, and he can raise his average to that 300, now all of a sudden though, you are looking at hopefully getting some more runs in, which was evident this week. They they scored a lot more, you know, they scored a lot of runs this week. It was they played well. It was um, it shows the Turner's the key. Turner's the key and
1: Hendricks, yeah, and Ke- yeah.
0: Key. Kendrick, Kendrick Hendricks. also raised his average, I believe, to the two forty something range, and Homer this week as well. Yes. So, and he had that nice line drive today, which was a good piece of hitting, where he hit it down the first base side as yep. a righty. And if Kendrick and Turner, Turner, if they can get going, they this team actually finally might solve some of these run problems. I mean, they had nine hits today and only tied the game on the Kike Hernandez home run. But they had guys on second and third, or third, a couple... They had Etley on third with no outs and couldn't bring him home.
1: Yeah, that's when he got caught going home. Yeah, so... Their situational hitting is is
0: terrible. Yeah, that's been a constant topic uh, on this show, the situational hitting. I mean, you have to wonder what... Because obviously, like, we thought, oh, it was Maguire... You know, Maguire was a power hitter, not really a situational hitter, so they bring in Turner Ward from the Diamondbacks, and it's the same problems. So either these guys just aren't listening, or they're really not finding the right guys, but... Uh, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's going on with this this crazy management that mm-hmm. they have? <laughs> I mean, you never know what Andrew Friedman's going to do. Well, For- <laughs> that's a, I,
1: see, I like to know if Roberts is the one making the changes, or if it's the front office making the changes like continually changing the lineup continually moving people up and down i i mean Utley now is in a slump he really <laughs> you know isn't hitting that well as he was yeah so maybe it would be time to move him down in the lineup a little bit
0: yeah and with and with like i said with Seeger protecting Jacques, cuz you're going to have to pitch to one of those guys especially with Turner hitting you put, you put, that's why I thought the other day with Jock let off and he had such a good game, it was so good. You have Peterson and you have Seeger. Yes, both young guys, but both have pop and both can hit, both hit line drives. Now with Turner hitting, that's a lot of protection for one, one of those guys is going to get a lot of hits. Right. At least
1: one of them. Will. And also means Gonzalez is going to see better pitches.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, you, you were the one who mentioned to me at the beginning of the year. And I talked about it here was about Gonzalez's swing. You didn't like him, the way he swung, because we went to the Angels, the preseason right. game, the Angel game, and you weren't liking the way he was swinging the bat. You thought he was slow, you thought he was hurt, and, you know. I thought his bat speed was a little off. And it looks like he's, because he has no pop this year. No. So it looks like, you know, he might be hurt. I, I don't think
1: so. There's never been anything about him being hurt. Unless he's trying to go to left field. But then you should change it,
0: <laughs>
1: if <he is. laughs> He needs to become Gonzalez. Yeah, you don't want
0: to. You don't want to change it midstream. That's especially when you're a career two ninety hitter. Yeah, you know it's
1: it's uh, and his power is still to to right and to right center. That's yeah, his power alley. Well, I
0: got I got to say Jacques Kiss. If you watch Saturday's game, Jacques Peterson, he would hit that thing fifteen rows up into the into the out, into right center. I mean, he really really hit that ball far. He, he just looked real comfortable leading off. On Saturday, that's... And I like him leading off, because for all his strikeouts, he still walks, and he still sees pitches, so I wouldn't mind him leading off, and he has some speed. Not, actually, Utley has decent speed, especially for someone, you know, older than me, but... Well, um, he's a good base runner. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Smart base Except running. today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why today... See, I can't imagine a veteran like Utley... Trying making, to score on that, yeah, right. making that big of a mistake. That's why I tend to agree with you that it's the third base coach. You know, it's um, it's yeah, just a lot of. I know that they they need to try to manufacture runs, but you know, let's yeah. not go too far. It's uh, but a couple other good things this week. Julio Urias, he's, he's looked great. Yeah, his last two starts have been
1: amazing. Except the Dodgers don't score for him. No. And when they do score, the bullpen yeah. doesn't hold it for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, the one time the bullpen like gave up runs this week was uh, was, when was, was, what, was when he came in. <laughs> but for those, he five innings. Uh, he hit eighty-eight pitches, I believe, somewhere in that eighty-seven pitches, eighty-eight pitches in that range. Eight strikeouts, no runs. I mean, he got guys on Didn't third. He give up one run. No, uh, two guys got to third in the first two innings, but neither one oh, scored. okay. He uh, he got out of that, but he, but he's I mean he's really looking good, and you know he's only nineteen. Now we're probably only going to see. We were t- trying to do the math. We think he's only going to do about four more starts because he has a eighty seven innings cap, and he's about at fifty eight right now. So he's got about thirty more innings. Yes, yeah, so he's got about thirty more innings. You know, probably four to five more starts depending on how many pitches he throws too. That's going to be the big thing is the amount of pitches. So he does throw a lot of pitches. Yeah. Uh, so he is on that strict innings limit. Coming from an older school baseball, do you like that innings limit?
1: No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but I'm used to like seeing horses like Don Drysdale yeah. and Koufax. They used to go 300 something innings every year. You know, I don't think Drysdale. I mean, to pull them out of a game, they're like uh, Kershaw's like old school. Kershaw would stay in the game and go nine innings if he could every time, and that's the way Koufax. Hershiser, uh, uh, Drysdale—they were all the same. They're all all out of that same mold. And to me, I think if you're a pitcher, you, you got to you got to go as far as you can.
0: Yeah, they're coddling.
1: I think they're coddling guys too much. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yes, like
0: because uh, I have a well, our uh, our well, my good friend, and he's good friends with our family, uh, Michael. Yes. Is very for the innings limits and <laughs> yeah, getting I, the most out of the guys. <clears throat> But uh, it's, just a, it's just a different school of thought. Yeah, I, I just think that— Because <laughs> Koufax also pitched himself out in six years.
1: Well, uh-huh. he had a bad, he had a bad, el- uh, a bad yeah, elbow. Which
0: today would have been, would have been Tommy would John have, surgery. It wouldn't have
1: been Tommy John yeah. surgery. It <laughs> would have been Koufax surgery, Sandy Koufax surgery at that time. Because if they could have fixed his arm, he could have pitched for years after that.
0: Oh, yeah. But he
1: also came along in an era that there was no minor leagues for him because he got a bonus. And at that time, he had to go right to the majors. He had to go oh. to the big team. He didn't, he didn't never pitch in the minors.
0: Actually, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he never pitched in the minors. He went straight to the big team, and he that's where he had to learn how to throw. Oh, Ooh, that's so, that's even
0: wow. That's actually makes me appreciate him more. The fact that he yes.
1: basically went in blind,
0: right? <laughs> so
1: that was a big difference today. You know, he would have gone in the minors and had you know worked out whatever problems he had. <laughs> but
0: well, yeah, today. Well, I, I mean, for all Kershaw's. Postseason struggles. I I still think you're not. We're not going to see a pitcher like this for another t- ten, twenty years.
1: No, you got Arrieta now that's pitching.
0: But as Arrieta was was terrible his first few years with the Orioles. Right, he was so terrible they let him walk. That's how bad he was with the, <laughs> the Orioles. So whatever he did with Chicago, Peds maybe. I, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Whatever he did in Chicago. Turn him around. Turn him around.
1: Uh, and right now, he's one of the best pitchers yeah. in baseball. But but Kershaw is the best pitcher well, in baseball. I mean, looking at him, I would think yeah. he's the best pitcher in
0: baseball. Well, I agree. You know, you know that Kershaw is—I love Kershaw. Um, oh, tomorrow's game, Good Kershaw game. versus Strasburg. So everyone should watch that. Actually, go to it. I think there's still tickets left. Um, if I don't win this game, I will be banned from using our family tickets because uh, there is a long-running joke now. I am now 0 for 6— 0 for 7, actually, in in, uh, in games that you've gone <laughs> in to. In games that I've gone to. And actually, and then this week I checked out the Quakes and uh, Puig, um, which was a lot of fun, actually, if you guys get a chance to go out to Rancho Cucamonga there. It was actually a lot of fun. I checked out the Quakes. Uh, they had like a five game winning streak and lost when I went hmm. to that game. So it's. And the Gershon
1: Jinx continues. <laughs> yeah.
0: <that's, laughs> so I'm going to get banned here pretty soon if, if I don't win a game. Yes,
1: your sister said she did, after she invited you to go, because it was her tickets for this week. Yeah, <laughs> For tomorrow.
0: Now she's regretting it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, there was actually the Dodgers made a few moves this week as well. They traded away Zach Lee, their former number one pick, uh, who pitched one game in the majors and got shelled. He pitched last year. He never panned out, and I thought he would. Uh, last year he was actually their minor league pitcher of the year. Yes. Yes. Um, but this year, I think he's 7-5 with a 4-something ERA and AAA. And he, he caps out about 91-92. So they got rid of him for uh, shortstop Chris Taylor from the Mariners. And Taylor, he's a young guy. Uh, he showed flashes of being a decent hitter his first season up in 14, 2014. About 130 at-bats. hit like uh, I think He hit about 290. Except when they brought him up in 15... He only had like 30 at-bats, think he hit like 170. Um, but right now, they actually don't have a backup shortstop on the big league roster. Except for Turner, who can play short. And Utley can play short. Right. But they're not actually shortstops. No. They, uh, I, Culberson, actually, I thought played well. Uh, you thought he played well this year. I thought he
1: played real well.
0: He's stuck in AAA. Um, it was a curious move. especially. And they also
1: signed. Their first pick this year was a shortstop. I don't know why, why they keep getting shortstops. If Seager's your yeah, person, he's going to be there for hopefully ten, fifteen years. I mean, if you yeah. look at him, he's a kid. Yeah, he's twenty-two years old. Yeah, so, so I don't know why they keep picking up shortstops. You know, it's, unless they're going to make somebody a second baseman because Utley can only play so much more. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you feel like Kiki playing second base. He's as a fielder, I don't know. He's. He's okay. He's oh, what's funny is he's okay at every position. He's not great,
0: but he's not bad. He's okay. Like he's okay at every position. And he plays a lot of positions, but he's just okay. At every position.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't like him particularly in center. Cause I think he doesn't get a good enough jump. No, where I think Thompson would be a better backup for Peterson.
0: Well, I think so. Actually, I like Thompson. Uh, he's went through a little slump now, but he got a couple hits this week too. Um, Thompson Thompson was someone who changed his swing a lot. He used to have a big long swing, shortened it a lot. Which um, I watched Puig with the Quakes. It looks like that's what he's been working on, because Puig is due back uh, tomorrow. How so, was he hitting down there? Uh, he hit a hit. A, I think he got a hit in every game he's pitched. He walked three times in the game I saw him. Drew walks, uh, which is a good sign for yeah, him. yeah, because he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk free swinging. I mean, sometimes you, you mention this. He doesn't look like he knows what he's swinging at. No. Like, he has no idea what pitch is coming. He
1: just takes a swing. Reminds me of Kemp. <laughs> when Kemp used to swing at that... out Every time they threw that outside pitch, <sighs> he would swing.
0: Yeah, no matter what. So, are they guessing wrong? Are they just not seeing it? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, so, they got Chris Taylor for Zach Lee. They, um they sent bolsinger down bolsinger did not have a good outing against no. the brewers um, they sent him down bring, brought up carlos frias to me that's a wash i don't really <laughs> i don't i don't frias throws harder uh, bolsinger i think has better stuff who's going to make the, the fifth start uh, you know i don't know right now i mean frias has been what's well, a spot starter what he had 15, i think he had 15 starts last year so they can spot-start Frias. Um, they have not said... I don't know why Stripling isn't back up.
1: And Neither do I. I thought he pitched well while he was here.
0: Yeah, so did I. So I don't know why. Um, I believe Jose De Leon and Frankie Montes will be up at some point. When? I don't know. But they are kind of destroying the competition right now in AAA. So at some point they have to just to see if they can pitch yeah. at this level.
1: Well, maybe when Urius' time is up, they'll bring one of them up.
0: Well, the uh, trouble is, well, so there's some good news, sort of, only because <laughs> we've, we've heard this before, but Ryu pitched for the Quakes this week.
1: Here we go again?
0: Yeah, here we go again. Um, well, you've long been convinced that he's not pitching again
1: <laughs> for, in the majors. <laughs> I, every time he gets started, two or three starts, and then he's off. Yeah. You know, then he comes back. I I don't know. So Ryu uh,
0: actually looked good, um, didn't give up a run. I think he gave, pitched five innings, gave, four innings, gave up well, like four hits. I think he walked somebody and struck out like three guys. But capped out at 86, or an average of 86, his fastball. That's, that's Jeff Weaver territory, who, who, yes, I know he pitched really good today. But, yeah. I mean, if his, that means if his stuff's not moving... He's just going to get crushed if he can't get that velocity up. Because he was hitting 92. You know, uh, when he was pitching really well there for the Dodgers, he was hitting 92. So, you know, you have to hope the velocity comes back. Brandon McCarthy also throwing in the minors.
1: Um, Do they have any time limit for him? I don't know. I don't hear much about McCarthy.
0: McCarthy, yes. They're going to move. One of these guys is going to be in AAA. I don't know if it's going to be Ryu or McCarthy. One of them will be moved to AAA, like, next week. Um... Alex Wood has began throwing again and Wood was actually pitching really well. Yes. Uh, I like Wood. Until he got hurt. And you, what I like about Wood is one, I think he's only 25 or 26. So he's under team control and I it, Dodger Stadium's a good place for Wood to pitch. It's a it's a nice pitcher friendly park. The trouble is in some other stadiums, you know, he tends to give up the long ball a little bit. But I actually I think Wood has good stuff. It's just a question of him bringing it together because I know you are as big a fan of Honeycutt as I am. I'm, yes, <laughs> where we constantly question how what he gets paid for.
1: But <laughs> well, I don't understand why he doesn't get any slack for all this. Uh, the yeah, for, problems that the Dodgers have in their bullpen.
0: Yeah, and I I brought that up on this show is he doesn't seem to get any you know and, and Conley uh, who will be back next week uh, in studio. His uh, vacation will be over. He um, he says the same thing. You know, we just don't. He's like the Teflon man. Nothing. Yes. You know, he's the only holdover from uh, Manning- which Lee. I didn't understand. Yeah, from Manning's staff, and, and I would have liked to have seen some new blood. I mean, I remember for how many years? What's his Piranowski? Piranowski uh, and Lasorda. They
1: ruined a lot of pitchers. Yes,
0: <laughs> my dad. My dad does not have a high opinion of Lasorda, and he is
1: a lifelong Dodger fan. It's not. It's just I don't like the way you handled the pitching staff. When he was there, well, yeah. Well, you you believe he pitched people out? Yes, I think he hurt Venezuela, and uh, Hershiser to Hershiser,
0: a uh, John Tudor who was good for a couple years for them. Tudor was good. Uh, he tried to make John Wetland a starter
1: and Pedro Martinez a relief pitcher, right? Which he was wrong on both parts. Uh, he does bleed Dodger blue, and he is <laughs> he was a good he was a good third base coach. He he knows baseball. Yes, he does.
0: Although I like, I brought up on this show that him and Kirk Gibson tell two very different stories about the the home run in the '88 World Series. Yeah, I tend to believe Gibson. <laughs> uh, the Dodgers also signed another Cuban player this week. Uh, there's not much book on this kid. His name's uh, Jordan with a Y, like Jordan, but with a Y. Could be Jordan. I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, Alvarez. Um, all I know is he hit about 280. He's six five and 220. Uh, projected as a first baseman, which they didn't draft one. And they really don't, aside from Vance like they don't really have anyone behind Gonzalez who's getting older. Right. How so old is Gonzalez? 31? We said he's 35. 35. So I know he's born in 81. He's two years older than Molly. Molly. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. So um, I'm old. I forgot already. <laughs> yes. Like you said, you got to watch. <laughs> you, you've seen, you saw Moonshots at the Coliseum. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> you were, he was there when Dodger Stadium opened in 62, or that year you went to games when they right. first opened Dodger Stadium. So, which is uh, actually, Mike brought this up when we talked about Vin Scully. You know, it's to see him go after this year. I mean, you got to look at it like my grandfather, my father, and me, and my sister all got to listen to him growing up. You know, all, my grandfather was older, but everyone got to listen to Vin Scully, and that's kind of sad that that he's gone. Yeah, you're not going to see it, that. You're not going to and and sixty percent of Los Angeles can't even watch games. That's sad. You know, to to over a contract. That's yeah, over a contract, which sad. is still ongoing. And I really don't, you know, in today's world, everything is about the short money, not the long term. And to me, that still was a move where they saw the money right away. But if you really think about this long term, you you're losing Dodger fans.
1: Well, yeah, because people can't watch because people can't watch games. You know, it's still it's still the cheapest to go watch of any sport.
0: Some guy paid forty nine thousand dollars today to watch the uh, NBA finals at courtside. For, just think I hope about it that. He was a
1: Cleveland fan because if he wasn't, it was a waste of his money. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was a good game. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, this is to me. This is because uh, I mean, I like uh, I like I like football. I like the NBA and I like the NHL and I love soccer. I am one of the few people who has been watching the Euro Cup and Copa America. But um, uh, baseball has always been my favorite sport. I love baseball. I love the Dodgers and this is the best time of year. The NBA is now over. There's no NFL yet. There's no NHL. You know, this is the, to me, this is always the official start of summer when it's only baseball and it happens to coincide with the actual start of summer tomorrow, but this is, this is is always my favorite time of year. You just, you just have baseball. So this is, uh, you know, go out to games. It's going to be, uh, like I said, tomorrow you got Strasburg and, and Kershaw, which should be a good game. And then Wednesday you have a dusty bobblehead night who's dusty Baker. Sorry. Right. Dusty Baker bobblehead night. Um, for those of you who don't remember, as I was too young, but uh, my dad remembers when Baker was on the Dodgers.
1: <laughs> Left fielder.
0: Yeah. Uh they're doing since he's now the manager of the Nationals, they are having a special bobblehead head for him. Um so yeah, uh, what was I oh, was the Cuban kid? Like I said, not much book on him. They're also they're in the mix. So a couple teams in the mix for another Cuban guy. Um, you know, these guys are so hit and miss.
1: Well, because you don't know anything about him.
0: Yeah, and you really just need one to pan out. Now, we thought it was going to be Puig, and it still might be. But right now, you got to... That might be a miss. Grandal might be a miss.
1: I, I don't <laughs> think Puig is going to be a miss, myself. Do you think he can I pull it he together? I think he can. He's, he's got all the talent in the world, whether his head is into it or not. I don't know, but he's got a gun for an arm. He plays great right field, mm. and... You know, maybe because they took his free swinging away, maybe it kind of messed him up. I don't know because they tried to rein him in. Maybe they would have been better off just letting him be peak.
0: Well, yeah, and I mentioned that too because I I wonder because when Vladimir Guerrero came up, the analytics were not as prevalent as they are now, and Vladimir Guerrero was probably the best bad ball hitter I've ever seen. Ever. I mean, even like Tony, because Tony Gwynn just wouldn't swing at bad balls. Chipper Jones wouldn't swing at bad balls. Clemente was the best bad ball hitter. That was before my my time, time. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, well, I I remember um, uh, when Garland used to tell me the two hardest guys ever to get out for him were Manny Ramirez and Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah. Because Ramirez would force you to throw him a strike. He would foul off pitch after pitch, basically. Like, he wouldn't even, he'd half swing. John once told me, he like, oh, he'd half-swing just to make you throw him a strike or to walk him. And Guerrero, you could throw a ball in the dirt, and all of a sudden he launches it into the seats. You know, it was, And that was when Puig was—there was all this talk about him reining it in, and reining it in hasn't worked. Maybe it's time to let him be the wild horse again. I just let it so. loose. Let him go out there. Let him just be—I mean, you have to suffer with one bad play
1: every so often. But, but his outfield has gotten better. He hits the man. He hits the, yeah. the cutoff man now. He watches. He's still got a gun from from right field to third base. He's uh, that's, that's that sure. gun. Yeah, he does. I mean, he made some amazing plays this year. It's, uh, so he has gotten better at that, and I think they're trying to rein in his – they should just let him hit.
0: Just let him, let him swing. Let I him. think so.
1: I think so. Let him take the shot at
0: it. Well, he was – that season when he set the world off fire, he was the best first-pitch hitter. I mean, he was hitting like 600 when he hit the first pitch.
1: Yeah, now they make him take pitches. Yeah, telling, him, teaching him to take pitches.
0: Which was when you brought up Kemp. That was Kemp's problem. If you watch even Kemp now, he it's always a pitch right down the middle on the first pitch, right down the pipe. Because he takes it. Because he takes it. He's always taking. You know, and
1: it's and then he's chasing after
0: that. Yeah. So because you all of a sudden you take one that's a strike, you fell off a pitch. Now you're you got two on you. And both guys love to chase the balls in the dirt. And That's
1: it outside. Yeah, <laughs> they both do. So
0: we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But like I said, this was a good week for the Dodgers. Two walk off wins. You know, Justin Turner basically won a game single handed. But we also have to look
1: who we played.
0: Yeah. Well, the the brewers. Well, no, the brewers are not very good. Let, let's see how they do in this three
1: game series. And we got our two best, supposedly our two best pitchers going, Kasimir and uh, well, Although I think Maeda is our second best pitcher on the stand. Well,
0: aside from the last wow. game, Casmir Uri- has been, casmir has been. Is Urias going on Wednesday?
1: Does he catch Washington
0: now, uh, he, too? You know, I don't know. He might. I can actually check really fast. He might catch Washington. Because he's caught every good team. Yeah, he has. They've really thrown. Talk about. He's been what... thrown in the Lions. Yeah, then. what you said with, with Koufax having to learn how to pitch basically on the job. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. You know, but maybe he'll be better for it because he's se- he seems to have calmed down now and seems to have kind of figured it out. And I still say, I watched that game against the Mets, and his strike zone got really small.
1: Yeah, they squeezed him.
0: Yeah. So, I, you know, that was—the Cubs kind of batted him around, but it's the Cubs. They're the best team in baseball. But he didn't pitch horrible. No. so He's been in every game, actually. Yeah. So it's—and it's, and again, he's
1: only 19. I mean— And he's learning. Yeah, and he doesn't know any of the hitters either. So he's he does. I, from what I heard or on the radio or read it somewhere that he does. He is a good learner. That he does uh, study.
0: Well, like Kershaw. Yeah, which which is I mean that's really all you can ask. But the guy hits what he hits ninety six ninety seven on the gun. Uh, he has. I mean he has really good stuff. It's it's. I think next year when he's on the team full time you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him especially because now what i like about the fact that he's getting better now is there's book on him now yeah and he's pitching better even though these aren't you know brewers not a great team uh the reds pitched good against the reds not a great team but there is tape on him now there is film on him now and and he's gotten better that's mm-hmm. to me is a good sign the, the quality of the team you know is one thing but the fact that they do have film on him, and he's pitching better. I think that's a great sign. I think he's going to be really good. So it's a good thing. You know, I I'm, I still would not have traded him for Cole Hamels, even though Cole Hamels was having a good year this year. But um, well, especially now because I projected the Dodgers as an 85 win team. That was my guess. Which they're probably they're on about pace to do that. And it is. See, I'm a, I I do. Unless you're making the playoffs, it's not worth it to trade for an Andrew Miller. Unless no. you know, like. Giants are in first place by six and a half games if they're last week of the year they're still in first by that you know or by the trade deadline they're they're still in first by six games five games it's worth it for them to go after Miller for the Dodgers it's not because you really have to start thinking about the future but then we brought this up on this show is do you waste Kershaw's best years by thinking too much about the future
1: well it's that's a fact too, because he can't pitch. You know, he can't. How long is he going to go like this?
0: Yeah, I mean, this has been we've we seen one of the most dominant streaks for a starter in I don't know how many years since maybe Clemens in his prime when uh, Clemens was with, the, and even Clemens wasn't this good. No, Clemens like Clemens what if before all the scandal with Clemens, if you got to watch the Red Sox in the eighties, Clemens was amazing as a pitcher and was at that time the most dominant pitcher I saw. Until Kershaw came along, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So it's it's just it worries me that if you were if you just focus all on the future you're going to waste
1: Kershaw's years. Yeah, you're going to waste one of the best pitchers. But then, but then you need the bats. So. Which is are you re- going to get a <laughs> going to get a relief pitcher? Or would you rather get a hitter? Uh,
0: if Jonathan Lucroy from the Brewers, the catcher, were up on the market, I might go after him.
1: Yeah, catching is is a weak hitting spot for
0: us. Yeah. So. And the hits three hundred. I mean, we've talked about Ryan Braun. The only trouble is you're adding another outfielder. So you really? Which we really don't need. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's hitting three three twenty, um, but he does come with baggage. Uh, for you know, the infamous FedEx got my mixed up my test, and then I failed yeah. it anyway. Uh, but um, I don't. I don't think right now it's. Do you think it's you don't think it's worth it to trade
1: not for somebody right? Not at this point. Just kind of write it out, see what happens. I, I think we still have a good team. It's just that we need the the situational hitting because we do have the pitching. Yeah. And it looks like our relief pitching has gotten a lot better. Although a couple of them are like Baez; he's either hot or cold. A mm-hmm. uh, Hatcher's been hot and cold. Hal's been cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically. Uh, You know, most of them have pitched really well, and our our starting pitcher isn't pitching isn't that bad.
0: No, it's not, and we just need the hitting. (laughs) I mean, this week's a good test. We got Washington, and we got the Pirate in Pittsburgh. Right, Washington here in LA, then four games against the Pirates. Yes, but the Dodgers have a funky schedule. They don't get a lot of days off. No, they played... Uh, they played 22 straight games at one point without a day off?
1: Yeah, then we got one day off and we started... No, then we got one day off and we played, what, two games and then got another day off? Yeah, and, then now, and we're, now we're on that we're streak, on again. streak again. We're on another streak
0: yeah. again, so their schedule's a little wonky, but um, this if, this, is, this is one of those series where they need to at least be 500 Right at the end of it. They have to at least win, or well, since it's going to be seven games, they have to... They have uh, To me, they have to go four and three.
1: I, I like to go two and two and one against Washington. That, yeah. would, that would show that we're back, you know, where we should be.
0: Especially if, like, like we were talking earlier, if Turner has come around, that's huge. And then hopefully we can go to him. And we got Kershaw going on the mound. Oh, it's against Strasburg. So we'll see what happens. The new... But
1: Strasburg still, his ERA is close to three, I think.
0: Yeah, he's 290. Yeah. But they score for him. That's well, the... way well, they don't <laughs> score for
1: Kershaw. Yeah. Well,
0: well, Kershaw... They don't
1: score for too many people.
0: Uh, Kershaw's never had run support. No. no. Last year, they scored for Greinke. Yeah, they didn't score for Kershaw, uh, yeah, though. Yeah. Uh, they scored for Granke, but, you know, you agree with me that in the end, that was a good move to not sign him to that six-year deal. I wouldn't assign signed yeah. to
1: that kind of money.
0: Uh, it was, uh, you know, we're not really missing much, so.
1: <laughs> well, he just started off bad, and with our run support, he probably wouldn't be much better than he is with Arizona at this point.
0: Yeah, so that's it, folks, for this week on uh, Dodger Wrap. Um, I am uh, Josh Gershon. You can reach me at uh, Gersh13 on Twitter. This is my father, Bill Gershon. Um, thank pl- you for having yes, me. Yes, happy Father's Day. I was glad you are able to make it on. Uh, Mike Conley will be back in studio next week. Uh, that's a wrap.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.